maybe hope, maybe even for us. We need a lot more people raising the ruckus, start making a fuss, start giving up. And get out into the streets and there may be hope. Hello, you're listening to KUBU, Low Power FM Radio in Sacramento. This is The Voice, The Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUB locally at 96.5 on your FM dial, or you can also listen to the station on the internet, accesssacramento.org. This program is The Climate Report, and I'm your host, Dale Steele. We're on weekly at this day and time. The program is brought to you by 350 Sacramento, a local climate action group inspired by 350.org. I'll be your host, and each program will provide you with local, regional, and national news about climate change, as well as local calendar events, interviews, and more. For more details, including past radio programs, or if you have questions or comments, please visit 350sacramento.org. Hello, Sacramento. It's time again for the Climate Report. It's also Thanksgiving, and maybe that will finally bring some rain back, too. But just in case you're still feeling confused about the weather versus climate, I've got Climate Elvis here today to set you straight. Did you know that Youth Versus Apocalypse is a diverse group of young climate justice activists working together to lift the voices of youth, especially youth of color, and fight for a livable climate and equitable, sustainable, and just world? Well, that includes a local project to get the California State Teachers Retirement System, or CalSTRS, to divest from the fossil fuel industry. Most California public school teachers probably have no idea that their pension fund invests over $6 billion in the fossil fuel industry. It's very ironic that those teachers who spend their careers preparing students for the future have a retirement that is invested in the destruction of students' future. It's also a financial risk for their retirement pension. And since CalSTRS is the largest public teacher's pension fund in the entire country, if CalSTRS divests, it sends a huge message to global financial markets that fossil fuel investments must stop. Well, since spring of 2019, elementary and middle school climate strikers have been leaving school to attend board meetings in Sacramento to demand divestment. CalSTRS decided to make a new policy to silent youth and is not allowing anyone under 18 years old to be recorded or included in the public record of the meetings. I've got a short audio clip from the students' first visit at the CalSTRS meeting. Now, you can find out more about their activities by visiting youthvsapocalypse.org, and there will be future events in 2020. Did you know that UN climate scientists recently proposed that it be possible to slow or even stop climate change with $300 billion long enough to make a permanent difference? We'll hear more about that today. The Sacramento youth and their adult allies will be striking for climate justice on Black Friday, November 29th at the state capitol at 11 a.m. You can get more information on that at the 350sacramento.org website. And also, the Mayor's Climate Commission will meet again on December 2nd, lgc.org backslash climate commission for more on that. Music today, we're going to hear Losing Louisiana by Tom Nielsen. Also hear Fossil Fuel Kid by Hayride Casualties. And Coldplay has a new album out, Everyday Life, but they won't be touring to promote it due to sustainability challenges and environmental impacts. We'll hear some of their title track today. And now, find shelter and get ready. It's time for the Climate Report. Hello there, little lady. Say, what's climate? 
Well, you curious little ankle biter. Climate is the generally prevailing weather conditions, including temperature, precipitation, humidity, wind, cloudiness, as a function of time throughout the year, composited over many years. What? Let me try something a little different. Sunday on Sunday, high of 73. Monday, rain was pouring down on me. Tuesday was cold, I almost froze my toes. But what's it gonna be next week? Who knows? That's weather. Oh, that's the weather you got. Uh -huh. But you take it, put your weather and your averages together, and you're doing the climbing rock. A climate is the average of the weather you see. The critters and plants all know where to be. A cactus can't live in the tropical rain. And polar bears don't dig by rain. That's climate. Wait a minute. So, are you saying that plants and animals know about climate too? Well, that's right, little Miss Jane Goodall. Every living thing on Earth is adapted to the very specific climate that it lives in. Wow, that's wild. That's not just wild. That's climate. Oh, that's the climate you got, baby. You take it what you weather and you average it together and you do in the climate rock. The sun beams down right through the sky. It warms the earth like an apple pie. The top gets a little and the middle gets a lot. So the bones are cold, the equator is hot. That's climate. Wait a minute. You're saying that the earth is warmed up by the sun? That's right, little Miss Sally Ride. The sun gives the earth pretty much all the heat it needs. And the places that get more sun, well, they're warmer. Wow, that's cool. That's not just cool. That's climate. Oh, that's the climate you got. You take it what you weather and you averages together and you do in the climate rock. Well, the climate has been changing cause the greenhouse gases we spew. They trap the heat and warm the earth and melt the glaciers too. The globe, it has been warming, but the weather still blows through. So just because it's cold sometimes doesn't mean it isn't true. Global warming, oh, that's global warming. You bet that's climate too, when there's global warming. That's climate, oh, that's the climate you got. Oh. You take a bunch of weather and you average it together and you're doing the climate rock. You take a bunch of weather and you average it together and you're doing the climate rock. Average weather we expect in different places, and it's all getting warmer because of us. That's right, little Madam Curie. Cheapers. <laughs> well, looks like my work here's done. Gonna explain climate to one person and then leave? Yep. All in a day's work. Oh, what's it gonna be next week? Who knows? That's weather. Oh, that's the weather you got. Oh, uh -huh. but you take a bunch of weather and you average it together and you do in the climate rock. 
A climate is the average of the weather you see. The critters and plants all know where to be. A cactus can't live in the tropical rain. And polar bears don't dig by rain. That's climate. Oh, that's the climate you got, baby. You take a bunch of weather and you average it together and you do when the climate rot. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. I'm a sixth grader at Urban Promise Academy that skipped school to go to this event. Those fossil fuels that they're investing on are making climate change effects worse and are causing our generation lives in danger. It's a message telling the youth that you don't really care for our future and it contradicts exactly what a teacher is. I went to the anti-trend office with about 20 youth. It's, I've been doing this for 30 years. I know what I'm doing. They still haven't took action yet. They say that you're just a kid and that this is adult business. And it doesn't matter what I say, say or do. But guess what? It does. So many kids like me are walking out of school addressing the big corporations and the government about how important it is to talk about and fix climate change. This isn't just climate change. This is climate chaos. This isn't global warming anymore. This is global catastrophe. Keep this in mind. The future has its eyes on you. Okay, so I'm going to have to use my teacher voice now. Um, Te I know some teachers, people will teachers, please, with more, because they want to help children. They want to help the students. And the teachers want to help their students improve on things. They want them to learn, not spend money, not Football field an hour, 16 square miles a year is dredging, drill, devour. We're losing Louisiana to the oil and the gas. And profit maximizing, the companies can amass. We're losing Louisiana and it ain't coming back. Melt water from the glaciers, carry topsoil and sand. 7,000 years to build and raise the land A wetlands ecosystem growing plants and trees Marshes and decay had to solve fertility But it only took a lifetime They didn't think and with all the engineering The land began to sink and we're losing Louisiana And it ain't coming back We're losing Louisiana, let the good times roll 
Drowning all the bayous in the Gulf of Mexico Cypress swamps and mangroves, a sinkhole suck away Cattle pastures, backyards disappearing every day Oh, my great foundations, row after row Ile de Jean Charles, fields and undertow We're losing Louisiana and it ain't coming back Louisiana for a shipping corridor Towns and wetlands off the map where they've been before Losing Louisiana for our economy Pipelines bringing 90% of energy The Gulf is home to half the country's refineries Two million people getting caught in the squeeze We're losing Louisiana and it ain't coming back You're listening to KUBU, Low Power FM Radio in Sacramento. This is The Voice, The Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUB locally at 96.5 on your FM dial, or you can also listen to the station on the internet, accesssacramento.org. This program is The Climate Report, and I'm your host, Dale Steele. I'm a fossil fuel kid I'm a fossil fuel kid On the friendly side of the machine Getting high upon the fumes of gasoline I'm a fossil fuel kid I'm a fossil fuel kid Watching Dad scrape the windshield as it defrosts What's that rising from the tailpipe exhaust? I'm a fossil fuel kid I'm a fossil fuel kid And I seen midnight waves take my town And I knew right then and there not backing down Tell me it's a passing phase All this horror when I wait tomorrow Can you take it away? I'm a fossil fuel kid Should I be ashamed of it? I'm glad that I had a full tank of gas Undress in the back, eat on for the last. I'm a fossil fuel kid on a collapsing bridge in the evacuation grid lock, headed west. Never promise not to cry. I'll try my best. Mama, tell me it's a passing. 
face all this horror when I wake tomorrow? Can you take it away? UN climate scientists think that they can halt global warming for $300 billion. $300 billion, that's the money needed to stop the rise in greenhouse gases and buy up to 20 years of time to fix global warming, according to the United Nations climate scientists. It's also the gross domestic product of Chile or the world's military spending for 60 days. It's also the amount of money the U.S. government is trying to capture from China by placing trade tariffs. Well, this sum is not to fund green technologies or to finance a moonshot solution to emissions, but to use simple, age-old practices to lock millions of tons of carbon back into an overlooked and overexploited resource, the soil. We've lost the biological function of soils. We've got to reverse that. If we can do that, we're turning the land into a big part of the solution for climate change. This was discussed at length in the recent COP14 in New Delhi, the UN Convention on to combat desertification. Rene Castro Salazar, Assistant Director General at the UN Food and Agriculture Organization, said that of the 2 billion hectares, which is almost 5 billion acres, of land around the world that's been degraded by misuse, overgrazing, and deforestation, and other largely human factors, 900 million hectares could be restored. With political will and the investment of about $300 billion, it's doable, Salazar said. We will be using the least cost options we have while waiting for the technologies and energy and transportation to mature and to be fully available. We'll stabilize the atmospheric changes and the fight against climate change for the next 15 to 20 years. We very much need that. The heart of the idea is to tackle the growing problem of desertification, the degradation of dry land to the point where it can support little life. At least a third of the world's land has been degraded to some extent, directly affecting the lives of 2 billion people. Marginal lands are being stressed around the globe by the twin phenomena of accelerated climate change and the rate of population growth 
that could lift the global tally to almost 10 billion people by the year 2050. Much of that growth is in areas of the sub-Sahara, Africa, and South Asia where land is already highly stressed. Well, this idea is to put carbon back into the soil. It's not going to be a simple thing because of the natural conditions, but keeping the carbon in the soil and getting that natural vegetation back grazing land, thriving again, it's the key. Last month at the UN Conference on Desertification in New Delhi, 196 countries plus the European Union agreed to a declaration that each country would adopt measures needed to restore unproductive land by the year 2030. The United Nations team has used satellite imagery and other data to identify 900 million hectares of degraded land that could be realistically restored. In many cases, the revitalized areas could benefit the local community and the host country through increased food supply, tourism, and other commercial uses. The key to returning dry lands to vegetation is the use of fertilizer. Fertilizers are essential for increasing productivity, said FAO. Good fertilizer in the right quantity is very good for the soil. But decades of poor agricultural practices in both rich and poor nations have resulted in misuse, either from using the wrong products, using too much fertilizer, or in some areas using too little so that the soil loses its nutrients. The problem, unfortunately, is big and growing. The main cause of emissions from agriculture is poor land management. But the solutions are known. Sustainable land management, sustainable water management, and sustainable soil management. This problem isn't about reclaiming the desert, but restoring the wasteland that is was productive before human intervention. Don't mix desertification with deserts. A desert is a functioning ecosystem and deserts on the planet that have to be preserved. And it's not nearly a matter of planting trees since each area has to be considered in terms of the people who live there and how they live on the land sustainably. Kenya, for example, plans to plant 2 billion trees on 500,000 hectares to restore 10% of its forest cover, but it's also working on ways to adapt to the changes in climate. We have to improve our livestock and crops to drought resistance or drought tolerant. We have to look at developing our indigenous vegetables and indigenous livestock gene bank apart from embracing hybrid crop varieties and livestock varieties. We need to prioritize animal breeding. In Costa Rica, farmers are using deforested land to produce CO2 neutral coffee which commands premium prices among consumers. That nation is also replanting rainforests to encourage ecotourism which has become the country's second biggest earners. Still, the tide on desertification won't be easy to turn. In India, more than 20% of the country is considered wasteland and scant water resources are making the situation worse. In Chile, home of the world's driest desert, the Atacama, the government is spending $138 million in improving irrigation as the region's driest decade on record forces fruit farmers to migrate south to escape the advancing desert. Further north in Brazil, the worst fires in years have ravaged the world's largest rainforest. But the UN, UN Castro Salazar says dozens of countries are fighting back with programs designed to reverse the loss of farmland, and at least 20 nations have major efforts underway to replant lost forests. All these countries were able to keep producing the food that they needed and growing the forest cover that's needed. The myth was that in order to increase your productivity and your food sovereignty and security, you need to slash and burn the forest. That's been documented to be not true. In fact, it causes more harm.
forget to check out my other radio program on KUBU, Making Tracks, focusing on wildlife, nature, and environmental issues every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., right after the Climate Report. And be sure to tune in Tuesdays at 1 p.m. for Radio EcoShock and the latest on science, issues, and authors dealing with climate change and the environment on a global scale. Hosted and produced by Alex Smith. Don't miss it. You're listening to KUBU, Low Power FM Radio in Sacramento. This is The Voice, The Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUB locally at 96.5 on your FM dial, or you can also listen to the station on the internet, accesssacramento.org. This program is The Climate Report, and I'm your host, Dale Steele, drawn weekly at this day and time. This program is brought to you by 350 Sacramento, a local climate action group inspired by 350.org. I'll be your host, and each program will provide you with local, regional, and national news about climate change, as well as local calendar events, interviews, and more. For more details, including past radio programs, or if you have questions or comments, please visit 350sacramento.org. There may be hope, maybe even for us. We need a lot more people raising a ruckus, start making a fuss, start giving up. Get out into the streets and there may be hope 